everyone. Welcome back to the Activate Intern Podcast. We're so glad you guys are listening in. So today we're going to be talking about Brock's lesson. His was the last of the lessons. So overall, how do you think you did, Brock? Um, I don't know. I definitely think that I could have done better with the lesson. I it, It's a weird thing because... To me, I know I could have done better, but other people were coming up and saying that I did a good job, so it's one of those things, I don't know, maybe I'm being hard on myself, but it's, I think that it went okay. I got most of my points across. There were a couple things that I wanted to mention that I forgot about, but I think overall it was fine. Okay. I mean, I, I completely get that, because whenever you're on stage, a lot of the time you think to yourself, it's like... I'm doing all this stuff wrong. There's like a lot of issues that are going on behind the scenes. Uh, but, you know, for most people, they're not really noticing that stuff. They're noticing the here and now and what is actually being presented when you've been rehearsing it nonstop and in your head you're just overthinking it. So, um, what do you say that you did the best in overall? Um, hmm. I feel like. The thing I probably did the best was um, with my confidence. I don't think... It, it's another one of those weird things because in the moment I wasn't like extremely confident, but the way I came across, I know I seemed like it, so mm. yeah. it worked out. But I think overall my confidence and then um, I think the way I said most things was good. I didn't think I don't think I said everything I wanted to but I think what I did say I did a good job of so. yeah yeah you really did get the message across um for those of you who don't know he did um inseparable love in our fourth series but like I feel like even though you felt like it wasn't as long it was like really well I feel like you got it all across and you you held yourself really well out of I mean I was super I didn't at all hold myself like that. <laughs> yeah. What was the process like yeah. as far as leading up to it and preparation and everything? And how, how did it go as far as, you know? Man. It, it Mine was probably the strangest process out of all of them because I had an original lesson, which was Jesus Loves Sinners. And it's like, you see the concept, you're like, okay, this is a good concept. But basically what the lesson was is it was talking about how there's different things that a lot of churches don't like to talk about. So you had, um, like, uh, homos or homosexual people. You had uh, people who did drugs. You had uh, <laughs> you had the uh, premarital sex stuff and all that. So it's like, yeah, that's really a fun lesson, obviously. Um, but it was. The whole point of it was it was saying that these are things churches don't talk about, so we're going to talk about it. But then the lesson proceeded to not talk about it at all, so it didn't make any sense. And then it was like there were scenarios that it was supposed to be relatable to the people of the youth, which it would not have been. Um, and so it was really hard at first because I had nothing really to go off of with my lesson because... It was a really weirdly written one, and I couldn't figure out what the point it was trying to get across was. So eventually I kept talking to Paul about it, and he wrote a new one, which was Inseparable Love. 
So I pretty much got that right before Isaiah did his. And so I got it in the same week I got it. I had barely looked through it, done any of my slides or anything like that. And Paul's like, okay, you have to present it now. So I, I had to present it basically going through it. And then I think I did it one more time since then. So I, I, when I gave it on Wednesday, the last time I had, like, practiced it in front of a live audience would have been, like, three and a half weeks prior. So it, it had been a long time, and I hadn't done it. And it was just because of the way other things fell, I wasn't really able to practice it here. So it was definitely difficult in some circumstances, but... Um, I, I don't know. I, a lot of times in school, I would wait till the last minute to do stuff. So it kind of helps you with, um, coming up with stuff on the fly and being able to do, uh, different things without really rehearsing. And I'm not saying I recommend that to everyone. It's just the way for me it worked. It made me work better and easier. So like I would do a lot of essays the night before because I'd have, the adrenaline and everything of being able to type it so I'd be able to write it a lot faster and more effectively than if I had done it over a long period of time. So mm -hmm. I feel like that kind of helped out. But overall, I mean, the lesson preparing was more difficult than I thought it was going to be, but it wasn't really because of the lesson itself. It was because of other factors like having to change what I was talking about. Yeah. There was a lot of hiccups for you, yeah. wasn't there? Yeah. Uh, that's one thing that a lot of people don't really notice um, whenever they're looking at it from the stage or from like the viewer point of view. But usually, I mean, most of us, we were preparing these lessons for, you know, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks. Brock, I think it was like five weeks altogether, wasn't it? Or five and a I, half. So it was I literally got mine the week before Isaiah did his. So I got, and it was on that thursday or something like that it was on the yeah. thursday or friday and i wasn't even able to look at it over the weekend because i had work and whatever else so i looked at it i think for the first time on that monday or tuesday of when it was isaiah's week of doing it so i had what like three weeks basically oh wow so that's it was it was definitely a quick turnaround was that with the slides as well or did you just um just have the paper sheet at that point. I just had the paper sheet. I had to make my slides and everything too. So <laughs> That's crazy. It was definitely a quick turnaround on it. Mm. So when you got to it, did you feel overwhelmed or you just were like, I got to do this? And it's, I, I Are you no saying choice. like when I actually did the lesson or? Like when you, I don't know where my mind was going. When you got like the lesson, were you mm -hmm. like a little bit like, oh my goodness, I feel so unprepared because we're now starting doing our lessons. It's like Not really, because I, the thing for me was I knew that regardless of what it was, I would be able to come up with something. Now, how good it would be, I don't know. It would kind of depend on what my lesson is, but mm -hmm. I felt like I would be able to come up with some form of lesson and be able to go off of it, which I did. So how do I wasn't feel? too stressed about the whole thing. You're good. No, I was going to ask, oh, like, while being up there, like, how do you feel like the youth responded to it? Do you feel like they were engaged or? Um, it was really weird because for me, it was like, I, I wasn't really in a great state of mind to give mine. I had gotten some uh, not so great news the night before. And it was like, I just had to get up there the next day and still talk. And it's like, I have a lot of things on my mind. So I'm there and I have to talk about all this, which I hadn't run through it in like three weeks so 
it really was almost just improv at that point because it had been so long. And it was, back more so to your question, it was kind of weird because there was a lot of times where I felt like people weren't fully paying attention because there were people who were kind of just having conversations throughout the whole thing, and it makes me feel like, well, I guess what I'm saying either... I'm saying it poorly or like it's just a boring topic to them or something because Mm -hmm. it just it felt like a lot of people weren't engaged in it which is difficult I mean maybe they were and they just seemed zoned out or they were actually talking about the subject but for me on the stage it was like it really seemed like people just were not paying attention to it and were really zoned out It, it certainly gives you a new perspective of like seeing someone up there and it gives you like mm-hmm. a new appreciation for that person because you're like oh we've experienced it now we know how it feels we to know be what it's like out yeah mm-hmm. exactly and so now i feel like i'm more inclined to be paying attention and being uh involved with the, these people uh because you know we've experienced the same thing right and so uh for all the people that are listening and you are thinking about going into ministry just know that or even if you're not going into ministry, just know that the people that are um, presenting, they're humans too, Um, even if we don't seem like it, even if we're up there (laughs) on the stage. Yeah, Yeah, Isaiah's not a human. Yeah, he's a little crazy. Oh. (laughs) Well, she's from 2004, so I mean... Uh, Yeah, (laughs) it's a really great year. Um, Anyways, Brock, so I would say the major thing I learned from yours, uh, I think... Overall, the big message, obviously, well, Jesus loved everyone. That's mm-hmm. probably the biggest part. For me, it was Jesus loved the poor. For Angelina, it was Jesus uh, loved strangers. And then for Isaiah. You're going out of order. That's well, okay. It's, it's fine. fine. It's okay. Yeah, but he well, I, I point out me first, and then I went to okay. Angelina. Mine anyway. was like babies. Yeah. Babies. Yours was children, right? <laughs> and so I think Brock's was really good at um, emphasizing how we should love everyone. It should be... Um, everyone that that we love was it un it's un, inseparable. Inseparable. inseparable or inseparable yeah, yeah. So, i keep getting that mixed up with unconditional and whatever yeah. yeah that that was another struggle at first is it the first time or the first it's either the first or second time i gave it i when i was practicing it i literally could not remember what my topic was and i was trying to say what my topic was so i had to go back and look through my notes to find what the topic was because i could not remember it and it's like <laughs> It was funny, because I remember telling Isaiah that afterwards, and he's like, oh, I wouldn't have known that, but it was just, it, it was kind of a steep learning curve with this, and I mean, doing a lesson for the youth was something that I actually talked to Paul about a long time ago, and like, it was supposed to happen, and then it never did, because I don't know, whatever came up, but it was something I was looking forward to, it just, it was kind of unfortunate, the circumstances for me giving it it wasn't like i was fully into it at the time when i give the lesson so you still did good though like i think you're you're pushing yourself down too much here i think that you got the message across you got the point across and i personally i thought it was a really good sermon i paid attention to the whole way through yeah i know well it's also just one of those things where there definitely was other stuff i want to talk about right like obviously the main point is that uh, God loves us no matter what. He loves everyone, right? He didn't just come to die for uh, certain people. He came to die. Jesus came to die for everyone. And the main point is that really we can't love how God does uh, because there's going to be things that people do. Like, um, 
I mean, your parents, your siblings, whatever, like, you are going to say that you love them all the time, but there's definitely going to be things that they do that's going to frustrate you or make you, like, not love them or like them as much at a certain time. It's not possible for us to love someone 24-7 regardless of what they do. Um, but it's like, that's the main point, right, is to talk about how Jesus loves everyone unconditionally and um, it's inseparable, right? No matter what we do, we can't be separated from God's love. And it's not to say that uh, what we do doesn't matter because it's not like God loves what you do. He loves you despite what you do. Right. And that was the main point I got across. But another thing that I wanted to get across that I just completely forgot about while I was on it is uh, a lot of people hear that concept and they kind of just stop there. But really, we're supposed to take that and apply it to our life. Right. We're supposed to show uh, God's love to other people. It's not just God showing his love to us. We're supposed to then take that and show it to other people. And that was a big point that I wanted to share that it just completely left my mind when I gave it. But, you know, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. And that love is supposed to be pointed no matter who they are as mm -hmm. well. Yeah. That's good. What was your, like, expectation or your experience with, like, speaking up on stage? Because obviously that was, like, one of your first times ever doing, like, a lesson like that type of thing. Right. Like, well, how was your experience with that? And like, what was your, what's your mindset now after doing it? Like, is, was it a positive experience or like, um, would you do it? Is it something you like, would you like doing? Like, what, what like, what's, see, what's the, I would almost like to do it again just because I would kind of like, it's weird because all these people are telling me I did a good job, but for me, it would almost be, I would want my redemption for it because I know I can do better than that. Like, yeah, it wasn't a bad lesson, but it definitely was not as good as it could have been. And there was stuff I could have done better. So I don't think it was a bad experience. It's just one of those things that, you know, I did it and I feel like I could have done better. And it's one of those things that I just have to brush it off and be like, oh, well, I did get my, I did do my lesson. It's not like it went horrible. It's not like that. It's not like I just completely forgot what I was talking about halfway through and then just went a whole different direction. It's just there's certain things that I wanted to talk about I wasn't able to get across and certain things I wanted to explain better that I probably didn't explain as good as I could have. And, you know, that's just part of being in the moment. Not everything's going to go perfect. For having a lot of things on your mind before you did that, you did really well. Mm. I know in the girls' group we were talking, you know, about what you what, what you were teaching, you know, like, they even went into, like, you know, we're not supposed to love lightly, you know. Mm -hmm. And it was really great to see. Because, like, I know sometimes us girls, we talk and we can sometimes not be fully attentive while Paul is teaching or while anybody else is. And so I know, like, seeing them, like, like kind of like you were saying earlier, seeing, like, the people when they're not looking and they're talking, not all the time are they not listening, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the same time, we should, you know, we should really be more quiet and listening because it is. It's showing respect, you know. And I know it's sometimes hard for our youth because they're all like, it's Wednesday, it's the middle of the week, I want to talk to my friends. But mm -hmm. there's a time and place, you know. Yeah. But over, I think you did amazing. Yeah. I think that Brock has a level of confidence and body posture and demeanor that just 
is really inviting, if that makes sense. Uh, I think that you 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 take over the stage wherever you are. I think that you have a really good sense of direction, a sense of confidence that um, you don't really see with many other people. Uh, I think that you just you own the stage most of the time when you're up there. So that's definitely a plus, in my opinion, from the the sermon. I feel like it's so strange because. Um, you're saying about the, they're saying this about me now, and I mean, even Joseph in his evaluation wrote something about it, and it was like, it's so weird to me, because it's, it's like not something that I was ever really strong at, it's, I, it actually got built through football mostly, because in the football program, we had to do different public speaking stuff, because they wanted to develop us as people, and I'm thankful for it, but really, to me, it's, like, I, I'm i not as comfortable as people think when I do it. Like, yeah, I can do it fairly comfortably just because I've done it, but it's not something that I love to do or anything like that. It's just, it's something that I developed a skill for, and I think because of how awkward I used to be, I think definitely anyone can develop it. You just have to work on it. Mm, that's good. Sorry, I'm dying. <laughs> Do we so, have anything else for anyone else? Yeah, does anyone have anything else? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Okay. Well. Oh, my outrine? Okay. Yeah. You did amazing. <laughs> we finished them. How to, like, overall question for all of us. Was it a relief when we were done? Like, after April? Do you feel like... I mean, for me, I think it's just because I was, like, a little overwhelmed by it. Like, because that's mm. not my thing that I felt relieved after I did it. I'm like, oh my goodness, I finally did it. I can breathe. I really enjoyed the experience. I think it was really like a valuable thing to do. I did too, but like after I was done, I felt like, oh my goodness, I did it. But also, oh, I'm done. You know, I'm not going home and like overwhelming, like, oh my goodness, what am I gonna say? Like, I, I'm know. kind of in the circumstance with Brock where I kind of feel like I could have done better. Yeah. And so I want to go again mm-hmm. to be able to be like, hey, I did this right this time. We could yeah. all, like, we could, I, I could have oh, done so much better. Definitely. I feel that yeah. way as well. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. For me, when I got off the stage, it was weird because it was like, I was kind of laughing and smiling. I mean, because for me, I, when I gave it, I don't know. Paul and everyone else is telling me it wasn't a short lesson. But when I gave it, it felt really short when I was talking. It really did. And it's like, it may not have been, I don't know how long it really was, but it's like, I I knew in my mind that it felt short and it was like, I knew there were certain things I could have done better. And it was like, it's one of those things. Yeah, I didn't do that, but there's nothing I could do about it now. So it's kind of just like, oh, well. It was like 15 minutes. I think that for me, that's like my biggest takeaway from doing this is even if I feel like for me, as we know, I am not the healthiest on my mind of myself. So I like beat myself a bit on things. So like after I got to it, I was like, you did great, but we could do so many things better. And like, that's what went through my head. And so like, even now for the next time, I'm like, you know what, take these points that you did do good at and work with them and grow off of them. Mm-hmm. So that the next time you're like, okay, I did this wrong and I maybe shouldn't have done that. So I'm gonna work on it in a better way. So I can be like, okay, well this time, don't freak out as much when you're in front of people. Like people are just people. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. You know, I think it's great. I think it's great when you are really motivated. As long as like your 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 experience and the way that you did it makes you really motivated to do better mm-hmm. the next mm-hmm. time, yeah. I think that's really good. Yeah. So. Yeah. I will say I think um, 
one thing that's big for confidence and honestly just living life in general is really don't care too much what other people think about you. Like that's a big reason also why I have confidence. Like, yeah, I know that I have issues or whatever in certain areas, but the thing is, is it's like, I'm not going to let what someone else thinks ruin the way that I am doing stuff. I mean, part of that also is like, that's why I'm being hard on myself is because I know that I can do stuff better and other people are saying that I did good. And it's kind of like, it works both ways, right? Is it's almost like I'm not fully caring about what they're saying, which maybe I should be taking it more, but it's like, I like you as yourself, you know what you're capable of. Yeah. So when you don't live up to your own expectations, which obviously our own expectations a lot of times are just to do the best we possibly can, and that's not always going to happen, then you're going to probably be harder on yourself. So yeah. It's good to have a self-awareness on like yeah. how good you did and how you think you performed. And mm-hmm. if you think you could have done better, then it motivates you to do better the next time type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Just to make sure that... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think we're kind of rambling at this point, but you know if y'all are... Still listening, if you ever go into any public speaking, anything like that, I mean, that's a couple tips to know for yourself. But, uh, uh, yeah, so that concludes our Jesus Love series. I have no clue what we will be talking about the next time we do a podcast, (laughs) but we will find something. So Yeah. uh, Let's do some interviews. Oh, yeah, we might do some more interviews. Do you uh, feel free to ask us how our lessons went? Just, you know. Yes. Or me, if the guys don't want to talk. Um, But, yeah, so we hope that you all have a great and blessed week and you will hear from us whenever we make another one. Yay. Yeah. Signing off. <laughs> Bye.